The Mud Show Dirt Sheet, supported by listeners like you, with additional support by Cannabis Indica. I think it's a hybrid. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Phase 2, Episode 2, The Mud Show Dirt Sheet, seven days after the Suzuki incident. Can you believe they cut Kazenina, Ray? Who would do that? Who would do that? Tony. No, don't talk about Tony that way. He gave us Brian Danielson and Adam Cole back to back. Tony wouldn't cut Kazenina, Ray. You know who I think it was? Cody. You want to know? Everybody's talking about it. You know who's not talking about it on Twitter? Cody. I mean, I saw a quote from Cody. <laughs> Said it, he was going to end racism. That would make sense. He is he is married to a woman of color, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he's definitely not a Republican, right? <laughs> right, Ryan? Your favorite wrestler's definitely not a Republican? No. That American flag gimmick's a gimmick. Oh, You're wow. right, because of, of all those Democrats we know with a American flag neck tattoo. All of those leftists. Hardly even notice it. You hardly even notice it two years And when ago. you're a congressman, you wear a button-up. It'll cover like 80%. Yeah, all you're going to see is just a little bit of American flag coming out the top of the neck, and they're going to be like, Patriot. You know what Cody could do is wear that Bill Job or Steve Jobs cosplay that he wore for the AEW Games <laughs> announcement. Just a big turtleneck on the Congress floor. It's true. I told Tony, Tony, I want to be head of our games division. You know what he said? Get the fuck out. No. You don't know shit about you that. You don't know shit about video <laughs> games. God, uh, is there anything better than dumb Cody? Dumb Cody's the best. I mean, <laughs> you need to get Cody back to the elite. You need to you need to get him you know, just having fun again. I can't wait to see him having bad guy fun again, and I think it's coming. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves, Ryan. This is the premier AEW fantasy booking podcast on all of the internet, and there I said it. And if any of the 13 of you have a problem with that, you can find me on Twitter at Dirt Sheet Pod, first plug of the show. Nice, good one. Thank you, appreciate that. We're going to fantasy book this week's AEW Dynamite front to back, cover to cover, all two matches and all 35 promos that are happening this week. And then we're going to get down to the real meat and potatoes. We're going to get to the only thing that matters in wrestling. We're going to get to the viewership and demo. We're going to get to math statistics. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Nielsen rating. Yeah. And Tim, you've been pretty good at these lately? Nope. Oh, nope. I, uh, you know what you don't realize when you come up with, you have to wear an adult diaper as a punishment. What's for, that? They don't sell just one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a multi-pack right there. So Big you, multi-pack. <laughs> yeah. Because they assume that if you think you might shit your pants once that you probably think you might shit your pants all the time. You don't think they came out with adult diaper packaging sizing with the podcast recorder in mind no i don't think that they did that i don't think they did it for like the over the road trucker like the one-time use it's like i got a 20-hour drive today you just gotta go straight through now you're gonna take bathroom breaks 
God, I'm certain that Amazon has, to <laughs> Amazon has to sell a one pack of diapers, right? Just for their employees? A single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Make sure you clock out. <laughs> clock out when you shit. Yeah. And if you die, yep. just move it under the move it under the line. Just sweep that over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we're going to do that, and uh, I don't know if you heard, we did have a challenge last week, and that was wear a diaper, and Tim lost. Tim, you got a challenge this week? Nope. I uh, got one. You do. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad to hear that, because yeah. I definitely don't. Yeah, you ready for this? Yep. You have to shotgun two sodas, back to back. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I was thinking about shotgun a LaCroix as a punishment a couple of weeks ago, Yeah. but I like it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You you thirsty for 12 ounces of Diet Cherry Coke? One, yeah, you can have it in one second. (laughs) So I think that's just a, I I think that's a nice little easy one that you probably throw up off the deck, but it'll be funny at least. Shotgun two sodas. That sounds like something that would happen when I lose. Yeah, it does. It does. And I'm pretty good at this now. So I, you know, you made that spreadsheet and you haven't won since. So I hope you're keeping that updated. And I have not been updating the spreadsheet do you think that's why you think that's why you haven't been doing so well could be yeah you sent me the card this morning i looked at it and i was like what a great episode of raw we have here we got brian danielson we got cm punk we got uh malachi black we got cody rhodes we got fucking 45 promos let's get into it let's see what these guys are gonna have to say i think that you're gonna curtain jerk with the big debut signing wrestling against always good in that was hot always in ring good frankie kazarian because you put adam cole up against frankie kazarian two guys who probably wrestled each other a fair amount in the southern california scene they're gonna put on a banger tell you what i don't know why you wouldn't open with this because every time adam cole flexes a single muscle the entire AEW fan base melts into degenerate goblins that go yeah yeah (laughs) my precious my precious Adam Cole is a treasure, and we love him very much, and just open the show with him, right? Adam Cole is the ring in Lord of the Rings, and I've only seen two of them, so I guess I don't uh, I don't know the ending of that, but you know, he's very precious, and everybody wants to hold on to him. Yeah. And you know who's got him? Britt Baker and Tony Khan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and us. We got him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. You're welcome for that great Minnesota sports casting reference right there. I can't tell you how happy I am that I'm going to get to watch an Adam Cole match finally. My first ever. You never forget (laughs) your first time. Because I didn't start really watching Ring of Honor until like 2018. And he was already gone. Uh, Cody Cody had the belt then. Yeah, And I couldn't imagine watching NXT for one minute longer than an Adam Cole match highlight. But... Boy, am I excited because it's the elite, man. It's more elite for us. The elite is complete. And that's kind of how I feel about Adam Cole coming in here. It, it just it just absolutely shows how great this company is. And that's why you, that's why you open with it. Adam Cole versus Frankie Kazarian. Thank you for the weed. Uh, Adam Cole, Frankie Kazarian. Frankie Kazarian, the elite hunter who I don't think has won a match against an elite member. Lost to fucking Carl Anderson. Yeah, you remember when he lost to Carl Anderson for no fucking reason? <laughs> that was so weird. You, you thought Frankie was going to kind of get this build up until he met Kenny to lose because that seems to be a pretty easy title defense that's good that you could put on like a dynamite or one of those uh, 
fight for the fallen shows things of that i don't know which one's the first one coming up of the year probably Bash the, the anniversary show uh coming up or in the October. new year show right they do a big new year show yep, always. new year show as well um but yeah frankie has been such a nothing which is a real shame because once he got him separated from chris daniels i think both of us were kind of going Let's see what this guy does yep, now. He's yep. got hair. He's got all that hair. He's got yeah, so much hair now. Joe Biden hair plugs. <laughs> I wonder if he used his Biden bucks for it. Him and Christian. <laughs> Just back to back, same guy. Yeah, it's like uh, Liverpool's dentist. Uh AEW's got the hair plug guy, and that's just because they keep signing all these old guys and they're like, plug up their hair, they look thirty five. We gotta we gotta get some hair on this yeah, guy. Yeah. Can't wait till they hit uh Nick in the in the peaks over here needs it yeah because that bandana just is can't get big enough now pretty soon he's gonna look like he's uh wearing one of those prince head scarves over over the top of that with just the long ass hair through the back can i say something nick's facial hair at all out after you saw it on tv was incredible yes yeah. but i'd like to say something else sure i'm not saying that nick jackson is going bald but if I was going bald and I wanted to distract people from that fact, you know what I would do? Put a bandana over it. Wear a thin gold chain that connects my <laughs> earring to my nose ring. <laughs> Golly, they have good looks. Boy, aren't they special. I can't <laughs> wait until Adam Cole starts doing silly shit. Yep, yep, exactly. Because he's, he's a little cool for the elite right now. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and you wonder how long he's going to hold on to the elite because you're seeing the BTE storylines where, you know, bucks are going to get, you know, because he's going to find out sooner or later that, you know, they killed him. They, they murdered him. They killed him. Poisoned him. And I think if you're going to show BTE on AEW television ever, and you should be very sparing with it because most... You show Sour Boy, right? That's where you're going to go. You show Sour Boy right out the gate? Nope. I was going to say you save it for something that actually matters for storyline, like the fact that Kenny Omega shoot poison to Adam Cole to death. Yeah, and now he can't drink his favorite drink anymore because of it. Can't drink a Miz Stiz. Can't have a Miz Stiz. Stay away from the Miz Stiz. Has to get a bang instead. It's <laughs> Loves a bang. You know who else loves bang? Ready for this? Yep. Our wonderful helpers in our podcasting, Dom and Griffin, both love bangs. Really? Mm -hmm. I've never had one. I tasted one. Oh, like it kind of just tasted like melted Skittles. That doesn't sound good. No, and then like carbonated and caffeinated. Yeah, I don't. I don't need three hundred milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, I'm. Just sounds like it's gonna kill my high, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uppers don't mix with downers that well. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think you're going to have, you know, I think you're going to have Frankie and Adam put on a good match. And I think maybe, I hope that it just kind of stays down the middle wrestling match with a clean finish. I don't think that you need to give the Bucks helping or Kenny helping or anybody helping to Adam Cole's first match. He's a superstar and you just play it clean for, I don't know, the first 25, 30 victories that he has. Just keep it clean the whole time. Yeah, make it very clear that he's a little different than his friends, yep. you know? Uh, because I think the story is eventually Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega. There's there's simply no reason not After to. After Hangman that. takes the belt from him would be my guess. Yeah, that would be a great place to do it. My but guess is that that would be a Hangman tells Adam Cole what happens, and then Adam Cole 
ends up costing Kenny the belt or something. That would be just fine. That's long-term story booking here, Tony. You're welcome. You're welcome for that. Free of charge, Tony. Yeah. Appreciate the listen. Mark what? this timestamp. Mark this episode with my prediction. We'll I want to know. We'll do. Uh, can't do, but we'll try. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, you know, last shot or whatever he's going to call it in AEW. Maybe do a Panama Sunrise if you're feeling generous and... I think you should end it with the Panama Sunrise and save the last shot for something a little bit bigger. Just always be expecting it to come, and then it it only, like, kind of like Jin's Fire with Cody. Yeah. I uh, haven't seen a Jin's Fire in a long time. Haven't seen it called that in even longer because nobody likes Jin's Fire but you and me, I guess. <laughs> and it's a crazy take. Yeah. Uh, but can I say something? Sure. Last shot is just like a worse V trigger, right? It's just like a, a slightly worse flying knee. Yeah, kind of. Just like, get rid of it. Just yeah. get rid of it. Panama Sunrise full time. Yeah, I mean, it's the best destroyer in the world in terms of like looking devastating coming off of the second rope. And AEW fans have just been fucking conditioned. That the Destroyer is not a finisher anymore, which is fucking insane. So just have Adam Cole do the best Destroyer in the world as his finisher, and everything problem solved, both. I'm fine with it. The only thing I don't like about uh, finishers like that is I hate when you need to get to a certain spot to hit it. And he needs to get up on that second rope, and then the person needs to wobble themselves over to hit it. And that just, to me, it's not organic to a finish. You know, like, I don't mind... Spotty wrestling, I and I embrace the 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 uh, embellishment of things, you know, and things of that sort. I love just flamboyant cells and things of that sort. But when it comes to a finisher, I don't like having it as scripted as that. Knowing that, hey, he's going to stumble over to the second rope. He's already waiting there. Boom! Destroyer finish. You know. Yeah, and it's a tough finisher to reverse as well. And I like a finisher that can both come out of nowhere. And be countered out of nowhere. And yeah. I, I hear you about the the uh, Panama Sunrise being not that, but I do like it, though. It, it's a very good move, and he does it very well. I do like the Panama Sunrise, Ryan. I, I hope he uses it. The I agree. The destroyers that make me pop the hardest are the ones that come out of nowhere. The Dustin destroyer, the Pentagon in the Jurassic Express match where he came over the top, Penta again off the ladder, Penta off the top rope. I, I think what I'm trying to say is I just really like when Penta does a destroyer. You like when Penta does anything. Yeah, because that true. you mark out for a Pentagon sling blade, which, don't get me wrong, is a good sling blade. It's the best sling blade in the game. But it is a sling blade. And the fact that you're just freaking out about it is a lot. Love it, man. <laughs> Love the sling blade. There's, no, there's nobody who does it better. It's like you don't even really like a Pentagon lung blower. I hope nobody comes in to see you today at work. I hope you stand there and pour zero beers the whole time. That's fine. Because that's not a nice thing that you said to me. That's fine. I hope Cody Rhodes returns to AEW tonight, and he's just got brown hair. Just regular brown hair. And he's wearing that jacket he wore in Ring of Honor. The leather jacket. You know the jacket. He's wearing that jacket. It's crazy coming from a guy who thinks Brody King should be 
world champion. It's crazy from a guy who thinks Flip Gordon should be world champion. Listen, if we had a podcast back in the day, I wish, I wish we could have recorded how much I hated Flip Gordon from day one, and you know that's true. Can't tell you how right you turned out to be about that one, God man. fucking damn, and I looked at him, and I fucking hated him. And I remember you're like, you know that Cody's the bad guy in the storyline here? And I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I think no. it's that guy. And then you then flat earther, anti-vaxxer, get your fucking shots, because we haven't said it in two weeks, even though the pay-per-view's over. Yeah, it's not just about us and our pay-per-view. Get your fucking shots. That's but right. If if Ryan is vindicated on anything in his entire life, he should be vindicated on the fact that he smelled that rat fink Flip Gordon from a fucking mile away. That's right, I can and, see it. And Flip, if you ever hear this, fuck you. Yeah. Not a friend of the show. Yeah. You remember when I booed him when we found out that he was the guy under the mask at All In, and I'm just booing? And you were Fear. just right. You well, were didn't so even right. De- didn't even deserve to be on the show. Lost his match. Shouldn't have been on the show. It's, you're, the, no, you're not wrong. The not, the not booked All Out party. Fucking, But that's where All Out came from. I yeah. guess, right? Or, you know, some iterate. It was the first time All Out was associated with that group of people. Mm-hmm. But still, fuck Flip Gordon. Fuck Flip Gordon. Fuck Flip Gordon. Let's move on to, to talking. Our- Let's talk about some talking for a minute, right? You want to do some talking? You I mean, do I'd rather do... About talking? I mean, we only have a couple of matches, and I'd like to do a little bit of talking, and then more wrestling matches. Can we, can we get the worst talking out of the way? Sure, who's talking? The... The American Top Team guy. Oh, what's his fucking Dan name? Dan Lambert. Dan Lambert gonna yell at me for being a fat millennial. He is gonna yell at you for being a fat millennial for sure. It's, but it's crazy that when Dan Lambert yells, he's not saying you specifically, Tim Ross. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Tim Ross. Yeah, he yells at you like a bad dad. Yeah, you know, like not like he's not even saying fucking the right like shit he's just bad and why are you putting him with two guys who can perfectly talk well for themselves i've noticed that sometimes aew does this with like ricky starks having team taz and and things of that sort why are you putting these guys who are so efficient and fabulous on the mic like each ethan page scorpio sky and you're putting them with somebody who talks for him about stuff that's just like ugh. I don't get it. Like, I get it. You're you're trying to, like, hype up your core audience by having a man literally just stand there and yell at them. But why this man? You know? Why, why this one? You have, like, 30, 50-year-olds on your payroll. Yeah, I think this one is more built towards... The they're gonna have some MMA guys do some shit, you know, kind of like WWE loves the MMA guys to come over and start there. Uh, is Tito Ortiz part of this stable as well? Was he one time? Did he show up with these guys, or was it always Mazavdal and the other guy, or whatever they are? Or maybe can it I, wasn't even Mazavdal. I, I don't something? know. Sure. If it's not Francis Ngannou, I don't know who it is. Sure. And it wasn't. I can't can't remember who the guys that this guy showed up with are. But I'm telling you, it just doesn't... I don't know, man. It Just get Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page away from this guy as fast as you can. 
because yeah. I just want to see them in their fancies and wrestling. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Ethan Page was terrific on the mic through the whole Darby feud. Oh, yeah. He's, you know, incredibly charismatic and very handsome. Top and, five handsome on your roster. Yeah, and top ten handsome in Scorpio Sky, who is also very charismatic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just have a 50-year-old man yelling at me about cancel culture, and I don't care. I don't give a shit. I want to give a shit about the men of the year, formerly known as Team Handsome. Yeah. Listen, we can get enough of Julian smiling on his blog, or vlog, you know? I don't need to see him standing behind some guy yelling at us for being fat and lazy and things of that sort, smiling, because... Ugh, it's just not it. Can I say something? Yeah. I think he'd be mad if he knew you used his shoot name. <laughs> I don't think you know him like that. He says it all over everything. Yeah. So the next time you see Ethan Page at a meet and greet, Julian. you're just going to be like, Julian, what's Julian. up? Jules. Julian. Julian. I'm sorry, but when you get to when you smile like that and you're a cute baby boy, yeah, you're a real person. He has to be the handsomest Ethan in the whole world. Has to be like Ethan Hawk. Eh, I don't know. Not who, for me. I don't know who that is. He's famous. I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. I know. I know the name. I was thinking of Ewan McGregor, but that's not even Ethan. Also handsome. Yeah. Big fish. Good movie. Big big fish guys. Welcome to Big Fisherman, our podcast inside a podcast where we discuss how much we love big fish. It's a very good movie. It's an absolutely top. Five Ryan Peterson movie. And can I say something? I don't watch that many movies. Can I say something? Yeah. I don't love Tim Burton generally. Like the rest of his stuff is like just fine to me, but Big Fish, fucking incredible. Yeah, he's got that style, that kind of weirdness. Um, I mean, it's fine. You know, I, I don't hate Tim Burton. I don't watch enough movies to like actually be able to talk about movies but i love big fish good movie is big fish yeah i mean i've seen edward scissorhands that's good and that's how we feel about Ethan. Dan, yeah dan lambert dan talking lambert. with ethan page and scorpio sky fucking american top team mm-hmm. i don't give not one shit how is it american top team and it's and cody rhodes isn't in it i bet he's pissed about it is it really the top team if cody rhodes isn't on it i don't think so what if they called it the top team family or like the nightmare top team? Hate that. Or like the nightmare top family team. Moving on to wrestling, we have 2.0 on the card. Wrestling help. Dar- <laughs> John. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Yeah, 2.0 yeah. versus Eddie Kingston and John Moxley. Hey, you're going to be proud of me. I know one of the 2.0 guys' names now. It's Jeff. Yeah, because <laughs> you saw it on BTE while they played Blackjack for about eight minutes of BTE. Boy, was that not great content from Jeff. Must have been a pretty weak episode behind the scenes if you're playing the entire Blackjack. Hey, speaking of weak episodes... <laughs> uh. Yeah, 2.0 is great, but it's been like a lot of 2.0 for a long time now. And they're great. I can't say how great they are, but can we get 
something else because I don't need to watch Jeff or not Jeff. I'm still not sure. Fucking mark out for a legend and then you, you want to be the man? Like, sometimes I like my wrestling to be a little less high energy than Jeff and other one are on Dynamite a lot. Can I say something that you said like two week, weeks ago? Yeah. You can't constantly throw the wingmen out there and have them get punished by somebody. You know, you got to use somebody. And if you're going to use people who have actual wrestling skills, what do you have as another baby face or another, you know, heel tag team that can lose right now? You know, you don't have a lot of those on the roster. So I think you're just using 2.0 to the best of what you need them for right now. And they get you there. And I think this is going to lead us into probably the Archer-Suzuki confrontation that leads us to the match in New York. Um, You're probably going to, you know, that or you're going to get a Daniel Garcia-John Moxley look. Have we seen that already? I don't think so. I saw that there was... God, it'd be embarrassing if it was on one of the shows that we've talked about, but... Daniel Garcia-John Moxley? It was on a rampage. Was it? Yep. It was yeah. like it was good. It was like eleven minutes. Yeah. I saw a indie poster for somewhere that was going to do Daniel Garcia Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. and that would be just fine for me. Mm-hmm. You know, let let Minoru Suzuki work kind of babyface because it's going to be tough to get an AEW audience who actually knows who he is and gets to go Kaze Nina Ray to boo him. Correct. So maybe you. you you feed him to Daniel Garcia a little bit, and then you announce that Daniel Garcia is all elite and get that done immediately. No. Uh, but, yeah. You feel like that's just got to be signed, sealed, delivered already, right? That, I, that's got to be like that Thunder Rosa type scenario where he might be under contract with like some shitty promotion that we don't know about, you know, MLW yeah. or something like that, and then they're just waiting for it to be done and then sign him up. Gotcha, hope so, because young man is talented. Ugly, though. Eddie Kingston was right about that. I watched uh, his uh, match against Lee on Elevation. Okay. And it was it was good. But ugly. Eddie Kingston said he was ugly a lot, and then I kind of looked at him, and I was like, dang, Garcia kind of ugly. I mean, when you compare him to the other version of him, which is Zack Sabre Jr., uh it's an upgrade. It's a it's an upgrade, you know. And I don't think Eddie Kingston has a real haul to be standing in look looking at other people and going like, yeah, that, that's not what uh, a person looks like. He looks like the last transition between an anamorph of a person changing from a Rottweiler into an actual person. Eddie Kingston kind of reminds me of the guy from Men in Black. The bug guy, the way his face kind of is just stretched out a little bit. Yeah. It seems like Eddie's face contorts in ways. Like, you know when Eddie does that, like, huh, smile? Mm-hmm. I don't think I can make my face do that. No, there's a couple things, yeah. No. Kind of looks like his face is just stretched onto someone else's face, and he makes it move, sort of. Yeah. But uh, all this to say... John Moxley and Eddie Kingston win. Yeah. And it'll probably be good. It'll be fine. Be fine. I won't hate it. I'm sure I'll laugh a bunch and I'll enjoy it. Like I said, I I like 2.0, you know? I'd just like it to be less. Either less or like take it home in the long term. Sure. You know what I mean? Get sure. them 
get him on dark or something and maybe start putting butcher on the blade and the blade on tv again because good to have him back Mm -hmm. and have you seen him and you can start feeding them to the Lucha Brothers whenever you want. Start feeding all these guys to the Lucha Brothers. Do you see the Butcher and Blade going like this on oh, Dark? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You he can, wants, you can the, just, wants the belt. You can just do that now. I mean, you they ain't going to get it. No, 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 no. Of course not. But you can give me the match. Sure. Like now? Yeah, right now. Like Put it on this. The thing is, is that you got to get proud and powerful on that uh, Dynamite card for next week. Yeah, True. And the FTR thing seems all but wrapped up. So let's see respect now. They Sorry? respect each other now. Yeah. Yeah. They don't like you. But god damn it do they respect you. And I like that. Yeah. And I respect it. Yeah. And I think I kinda led into where we're going next with this, and that is gonna be the Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer coming out to confront John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. And you book it for either Rampage on Friday or Dynamite the next week. Yeah, I think you give that one of the New York shows, whether it'll be the Rampage from that week or from... Arthur Ashe. Arthur, yeah. I think you got to give Kingston a shot in his hometown in front of 22,000. Yeah, I, I, I actually envisioned Kingston having a singles match at Arthur Ashe. But for this, you can do a tag, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think that would be just absolutely fine, you know. I've seen people like rumoring and like conspiring on Twitter to do like babyface Kingston versus heel Moxley, and I think that would be fine, probably. Tim, I don't ever need to see John Moxley and Eddie Kingston wrestle each other again on TV or pay per view. <laughs> Not even if John Moxley's a heel and Eddie Kingston's a babyface? Nope. Shaking my head, no. No, 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 no. Well, that's no, what no. the internet marks want, Ryan. I don't give a fuck. I don't want to, I don't need to watch John Moxley and Eddie Kingston wrestle again. We've watched them wrestle enough times. Yeah, like four times, eight times. And this isn't WWE. You want that many rematches? Go watch Raw, man. I've told you. Brock Lesnar's back. You're happy. Go watch Raw if you want all those rematches. I just then watch I, SmackDown I'm a, too. I'm a real big E guy. Yeah, that's fine. Big, watch watch SmackDown big, too. Big E guy. Maybe you and Griffin can get together and watch WWE, and then me and Alec will get together and watch AEW from now on. Then you can do this podcast with Griffin. Do about WWE. You and guys got to do, do every and you'll show. Keep doing the podcast about AEW with Alec though. Yeah, and who's gonna who's gonna edit that? You. <laughs> you can sit outside. Then, I, I'll produce your AEW podcast. Yeah. With Alec. Next week's podcast punishment, do the podcast alone. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I bet I'd be great. Can't have it! I mean, if we would have not wasted the first hour of podcasting by sucking so bad, we wouldn't have my alarms going off in the middle of hey, it. Hey, that's fair. But yeah, you're gonna get this. You're gonna get this tag match announced for either the Rampage or the Dynamite at Arthur Ashe. They're not shooting the. Ram- Are they gonna film a Rampage at Arthur Ashe? I have no idea. I just assume so. Would make sense. They've been too. they've been pre-taping them. Yeah. So I would assume, and if you get all those people in there, you might as well get them popping for Rampage stuff. Give them two Eddie Kingston matches. 
What do you think, Ryan, about Jade Cargill versus Layla Hirsch? There's videos of stuff like this out there. <laughs> I, I, I think, did I send you the, the meme yeah. of, of an image that men of a certain age have all seen on the internet of one very tall woman holding one very small woman up against a wall, yeah. and it said Layla Hirsch versus Jade Cargill? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, Jade Cargill is a legit 5'10", 165, all muscle, mm-hmm. and Layla Hirsch Built is... Built out of fucking rock. And Layla Hirsch is just so small, <laughs> just very short. I think she goes in between the second and bottom rope. Really? I don't know. <laughs> that would be incredible if that was true. Big if true. But this isn't going to be fine. I imagine that... Maybe. I'm going to say something about this. Maybe it's going to be fine. Uh, Jay Cargill with a total of 10 matches under her belt, 12 matches under her belt, expecting probably we got to go a little bit longer than her average here. You know, she might have 10 matches with a total of probably nine minutes of wrestling in them. No, she did a little more than that versus Red Velvet a couple of times. But what if you just didn't instead? What You remember... During the World Championship Eliminator where Jungle Boy and Wardlow had a match. And we all assumed that, you know, it was going to be hard fought and Jungle Boy was going to win. And then Wardlow just kind of beat the fuck out of him. You thought that. I I thought that. But also it went time. What I'm I saying. think it was only like seven minutes. And you could make a version of that that's like five minutes. And then this will be fine. Maybe. Like, like I said, I think I think this is your. If you look at the card, this is the only match that you look at and you go, "This has potential to be not great." You know, this has this has potential. I mean, Jay Cargill just with her inexperience. Listen, I've said it before. I've said it since we first saw her. She that girl is money, absolutely prints money. But she's just inexperienced as a wrestler and. If you're if you're telling Layla Hirsch is not Layla Hirsch is incredible in the ring. She's put on great matches with everybody. She was just in a match for the NWA tag or women's championship with with a person who, who is a, large, a very similar physical. You know, yeah. So so the question is, can Jade do what Camille does? You have to imagine. So you have to think that Tony Khan wouldn't put it on television if he thought that. Camille was a better wrestler than Jade Cargill is. Hey, I like I said, I agree. I, I but you know, it's just one of those things where with Jade's inexperience, if it starts snowballing, this could be shitter. Yeah, it just seems like Layla Hirsch, in addition to like amateur and very clean, is always sort of in the right spot, and that's going to make it very easy for Jade to succeed because. Jade can wrestle this match from the middle of the ring and have Layla, you know, work around her, which is crazy considering that Layla is four foot six. Beef. All muscle as well. Can't the, say enough about the that. The John Silver of the women's division. Oh, just yeah. itty bitty tiny and also very strong and incredible. Layla Hungy. <laughs> Layla Hungy. Layla Hungy. Um, yeah, I mean, I just don't. I, I, I'm hoping for the best 
uh, expecting the worst kind of on this one, just because, you know, I've watched a couple of Jade Cargill matches now that we're watching Dark and stuff like that, and there's times where it's just like, you know, but then there's times where you look at it and you're like, that's great, and I think she's only going to improve here, you know, as she gets more matches, she's only going to improve, and I'm hoping that, you know, Layla Hirsch makes her look like a star today. You know, it's crazy that you sit here and worry about Jade Cargill and you don't even mention the fact that your literal favorite wrestler, Smart Mark Sterling, gets to be on Dynamite this week. You know, I like that. What a fucking great name. Yeah, man, I love Smart Mark Sterling. So get him on TV some more, I guess, and let's see how this goes. He's friends with Matt Cardona. He's a gift to the GCW universe. Yeah, isn't that the truth? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I think we're both on the same page about Jade winning here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Layla is in the win on dark, lose on dynamite stage of her career. And there's nothing wrong with that. She's incredibly talented and good for her for getting a TV match. Yeah, I could not agree more. I, I am. I just hope it goes well. Let's talk about the, uh, the confrontation that's billed for this week's dynamite brian danielson versus your aew champion kenny omega not a match just a little talking at each other just a little little bit of chitter chatter back and forth just a couple of guys who are known for their promo skills going face to face at each other yep two guys that are Really promo first guys, yeah. you know? Yeah, a couple of guys who, you know, before they show off what they do in the ring so well, they talk it on the microphone. Yeah, widely considered two of the best mouthpieces in the business, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega. For those of you who are just friends of us and are listening uh, all the way through, first of all, thank you Appreciate for making ya. it this far. Second of all, all of that is false. These are two guys who are widely known to be the best technicians of their generation who now are going to get in a ring and talk to each other. Can I say something, though? Sure. Kenny's mic stuff has just been incredible recently. <laughs> yeah, I loved it when he grabbed the microphone. He's like, are they saying, oh, or no, 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 no. Yeah, and I... <laughs> You can't, you can't help it. Did I do that <laughs> at the fucking pay per view, man? Kenny's bad on purpose. It's fucking hilarious. Yep. And Brian Danielson is Brian Danielson, and anything he says is backed up by the fact that he's the best technical wrestler of the 2010s. And this is going to be six-ish stars at Arthur Ashe. You're just going to give it like... It's not coming at Arthur Ashe. Why not? No fucking not? way. You let that breathe. That's a pay-per-view match. You don't give that away for free. You can give it away for free when in front you wa- of your biggest crowd ever. Bigger when you, than the when CM you walk Punk in, crowd. When you walk into Costco for, for lunch, you know, when you go in there for lunch. Sure. And, and I'm not talking about when you go to the cafe. I'm talking when you're a little down and out and you go in there and you hit up the samples. It's uh, uh, generous of you to assume I can afford a Costco membership. But are uh, they are they back there cooking up the wagyu on the uh, on the, on the on the on foreman the grill? Yeah, on, on the, the smokeless smoke grill. Are they cooking up wagyu on there, or do they uh, do they have something else on there? Something else. Not not the wagyu. It's normally like a uh, like a steak sandwich pre made that you can just cook in the microwave and then take a bite of it. And you're like, that's pretty good, right? 
So you're yeah. not gonna give off. You're not gonna give away the wagyu for free. You don't just. That's wagyu. You can just give away wagyu one time. No, could it's imagine, wagyu. Could you imagine how busy the Costco would be if you, they were just like, hey, for like 35 minutes this weekend, we're just gonna give away a little wagyu sample for you guys. Yeah, yeah. It's like the people who go in there for the fried chicken. You know, you leave with a hundred dollars plus fried chicken. You know, it's That's exactly right. Yeah, you go in there with Wagyu, they'd make their money back. Yeah. Because ain't hey, nobody just doing Wagyu line after line and then leaving. Let me tell you something. As far as Tony Khan's concerned, if you raise the price of the hot dog, I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't think you have enough lead up time to it. I think I think maybe you, you tease something on there. You know, Maybe you do a Brian Danielson in-ring debut against a member of the elite other than Adam Cole. Nick Jackson. That'd be good. That'd be good. You know who I wouldn't mind seeing him uh, do it in? Brandon Cutler. I mean, yeah, but I was thinking the 2012 G1 champion. Oh, he's been bad. The fact that somebody just wrote the Good Brothers are whack on Reddit <laughs> and 4,000 people were like, yep. <laughs> Maybe get him off TV. Maybe Adam Cole's right. But... <laughs> Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson are going to wrestle at Arthur Ashe, Ryan. They're going to give it 30-ish, and it's going to be incredible. You give away the Wagyu for free and make your money back. You I, know think what I'm the one, I think the one thing that we found out is that they're not going to put a match that's 30 minutes on Dynamite. They have. One. One. And it was a Iron Man. It was considered an Iron Man match. So you're telling me that you think that they're going to go on Iron Man for 30 minutes? No, but you could do 30 minutes. Yeah, that's why you do it at a fucking pay-per-view. That's why you do it at a fucking pay-per-view, Tim. Because you give us Brian Danielson wrestling a chump. Well, Look at the chump. Give him Billy Hoyle. What if what if you did And uh, Billy Hoyle is Nick Jackson because he looks like a chump and he's incredible. So yeah, give me Brian Danielson, Nick Jackson. At Arthur Ashe. At Arthur Ashe. Done. Okay, uh, that's fine. I can yeah. live with it. Can we do Adam Cole versus Jungle Boy at Arthur Ashe, though, or do we have to save that <laughs> Wagyu, too? Do we have to save that Wagyu, too? No, that's not Wagyu. That's Prime. <laughs> that's not ready yet. Needs to be dry-aged a little bit more. But if you want to give me that at Arthur Ashe, oh, yeah. yeah. Those cows weren't fed beer. That was the difference right there. Kenny Omega doesn't drink beer, so that analogy is strained. But uh, all that I have left on the card that I have in front of me is, I guess, what we decided is your main event. Darby Allen versus Sean Spears? I mean, yes, that is your main event because anytime Darby Allen main events, you get a big number. And Tony Likey big number. Tony Likey big number. And WWE put up that big number for Monday when they had the only thing going for them, cash in their money in the bank. I didn't think... Did WWE do a good number? No, it was god-awful. 0.43 in the demo. <laughs> 1.6 overall. Oh, that's bad. You guys, I'm going to hit up Minnesota Sports Takes references here, but objects in your mirror are closer than they appear. Let's go. Wow. 0.43 is... But Monday, one three less than they did last week? Uh, remember, Monday Night Football started... Which is a huge takeaway from Who there. Who gives a shit? No, I understand. I understand. Excuses, excuses. But Monday Night Football started. 
And Monday Night Football did their biggest number ever because they had both Eli and Peyton in the booth. At, on the same game? Yeah. Was it good? I don't know. The only thing I watched is when my team could have won my fantasy football game with a field goal and instead did a trick play pass to win the game. So, <laughs> Get was, fucked. Congratulations, fantasy football. You have ruined it again. Fantasy football's the worst. It's so dumb. I don't even know why I agreed to fucking take over this team. It's a free fucking league. Like, what the fuck? Holy D- 20 shit. teams. Dynasty. Free? 20 yeah. teams. Dynasty. No, thank you. Yeah, hated it. So, why is Darby wrestling Sean Spears? Is there any build-up to this? Did yeah, they? because Tully Blanchard and Sting are going to wrestle. That's right. I forgot about that. Do we have to? Uh, I guess. Do you think Tony's going to put it on dark? <laughs> <laughs> Elevation. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> Yeah, Tully's man. like, what is a YouTube? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy that we have a lead up to a match that's with Darby Allen and Sean Spears, so that they're managers of Tully Blanchard and Sting can wrestle each other. Tully and Sting combine for a total age of one hundred and twenty-four years. I'm bashing the microphone into my face because I have the screen in front of it and I can't just do it. You know, that's you, the sound of me bashing my microphone into the face. You want to know the real problem with it though? Is that after he sold two or no sold after he no sold 2.0 putting him through a table, I am kind of a sting mark now. So, so you're here for it. You're here to watch him wrestle a 75-year-old man. I'm curious. <laughs> I mean, if Sting can go, still go, how far off can Tully Blanchard be from I'm, being able to go? I'm curious. I, I would like, you know, it is the spectacle. I would much rather watch Sting versus Tully Blanchard than, like, Marco Stunt versus anybody singles match. So, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe, Ryan. Maybe. For like four minutes, six minutes, 20 minute time limit draw. <laughs> what do you think about 20 minute time limit draw? Tully Blanchard sting? Double count out after Tully Blanchard does an Orihara moonsault to the outside. And wasn't Tully Blanchard re- retired before Sting got popular? Yes. Fuck, man. So, like, two people's careers have gone and passed since these two were done in wrestling. And it's like, fuck. Fuck, man. Fuck. Fuck, right? Fuck. Fuck, right? Fuck. We're doing a podcast here, Tony, and you're making us talk about a 73-year-old man fighting a 65-year-old man. I don't think those ages are correct, but no. it's fine. The I mean, Tully Blanchard across. at 82 and Sting at 70 is just not something that I think we should be putting in the ring. Tully Blanchard is 91 it's years like, old. It's like Tony Khan's backup plan is that if AEW doesn't work out, he's going to do something called GAEW, which is geriatric all elite wrestling, and he's going to tour nursing homes. Wow. Probably a lot of money in there. <laughs> he's going to have Sting and Tully Blanchard in there, you know. My grandpa's gonna be like, "Oh, girl, these guys still got it." When uh, when they're performing, Sable's gonna come out when in a bikini. When the olds are performing, Hook runs from room to room and steals pills. 
for part, sure. Part of does. the revenue stream. For sure, he does. Part of the revenue stream. For sure, he does. Um, all this to say that I imagine that Sean Spears will take Darby's like cannonball suicide dive very good, mm-hmm. and that you know maybe Darby can kick out of a C four. Yeah, didn't we just have uh, we just had someone kick out of a C four? Chris Jericho? No. Uh, maybe Sammy. Did Sammy and Spears wrestle again recently? Yes. Yeah, Sammy did, did it. They Put did on a pretty good match. Yeah, Sean Spears has been good recently, man. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what I when it was my turn to talk. That was what I was going to say. Was that. I think Sean Spears has become a guy who is absolutely serviceable and just honestly good now in the ring. He's good on the mic. You know, he's doing good with the Tully stuff. You know, I'm not sure where we're at in the pinnacle. MJF losing, FTR losing, Sean Spears about to lose, Wardlow about to turn. I mean, I don't know what we're doing with the pinnacle, but I wish that we would keep them a little bit tighter. You know, I just kind of feel like the pinnacle fell off base after Cash got the, the wrist injury, the hooks in the arm. But I think Sean Spears has just been been very good. And I saw him on Twitter and somebody was talking about how he's getting buried in the AEW roster and things of that sort with the signings and all of that. And his response was pretty great, I thought. And he said, listen, this is pro wrestling. You know, I'm I'm doing my job. And guess what? Heels lose more. So I'm not getting buried. You know, I'm it's he's putting on the best wrestling of his career. And I think the guy just gets it. You know, I think he gets where he is on this card with the guys and he's just doing doing a job you know and just having a much better time doing it here than he did over there yeah i have nothing but good things to say about sean spears who is probably the biggest beneficiary of being in the pinnacle his his elevation of work from then to now is the starkest because he was the guy of those that was you know doing the least and he's really coming around getting into good matches his stuff with sammy was great you know darby a very similar body style very similar work rate i i can't imagine this will be anything but good to close the show but you know you're not gonna have sean spears win you know darby allen just took the most public loss in aew's history it's time to build them back up and i think that's another reason why you main event them i think you have a show that could carry if if you booked it the way we did which i'm not saying it's perfect but if you booked it the way we did i think you have an audience that you can carry through the whole show you know you can carry a number through the whole show and then you get to darby and you know the kids are watching at the end and i think carrying that number brings us to the most important part of the show meat and potatoes the challenge the number, the demo for two diet sodas, shotgun style this week is the winner of this week again. I go first, and I'm going to pick a number of 1.2. Did like 1.35 last week? <sighs> Over. Okay. Okay. Over. Do you know something I don't know? Is there like Wednesday night football this week or something dumb nope. like that? No, nope. I just think that you're going to have a little bit of a drop off with the with the boys settling in, and I hope it's over. Maybe you don't. Maybe you go up. Maybe it's like one point four, one point four five. Adam knows? Adam Cole's in ring debut means that literally everyone who's ever watched a single episode of NXT is going to watch Dynamite this That's week. That's what you think? At least in the opening quarter, probably. Sure. 
Um, demo. Point four four. Good number. I'm gonna go over. I think it's gonna be a point four five. I think it's gonna be a point one nine nine. But it's gonna be all young kids. I think the young kids are stuck in. I think, you know, I think Adam Cole, I think Brian Danielson, I think everything that's happening right now is getting the young kids locked in. And I think your demo might stay around point four five, point four six, point four seven more often. And then uh, you know, I think, yeah, I think over. Can I say something? Sure. I think I, I think I've got a pretty good number, but if it's over, I hope it's like point five. Yeah, it's just like so far over that I am also way over on mm-hmm. my over. Mm-hmm. It's just like a one. It's just the same number as last week, and I'd be happy forever. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be lovely. That's it. That's all the show. That That's is. Us. That is. We did it. We. Man, it's gonna <laughs> suck to edit for you. Yeah, and I only have like three and a half ish hours, which is not a lot. But we want to thank you for sticking with us through this uh, admittedly tough episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. We appreciate you more than we can say. If you appreciate us more than you can say, you you should say it. Uh, by, you know, the the conventional means of telling people that a podcast is good. That is namely rating, sharing, five-starring, following on Twitter at Dirt Sheet Pod, at Tex Mahogany, and at the GGRP, all caps, respectively. Uh, big thank you to Dom, who does our podcast art. We'll be updating the podcast art on Twitter this week, uh, as well as on our podcast. So... Look forward to that. And while you're looking at Griffin's wonderful art, you should give the episode a listen too. Thank you very much, Griffin. Griffin's on Twitter at Sugarless Fall. Looks like you want to jump in here, Ryan. Did you say all caps on my Twitter thing? I did. Important. Okay, I wasn't listening. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Our music is done by Dom. You can find Dom on Facebook Music at Sky Haven and Waste. Uh, Ryan plug Dom's Twitter or Instagram or something. Say something nice about Dom. He's very handsome boy, uh, and a very awesome boy. You guys split a hell of a game of pinball this week. Yeah, we we had some fun pinball and some some whizzy the Vazies. If you want to meet the Mud Show dirt sheet in the Minnesota area, we'll be at Tilt. Uh, every Saturday after midnight. That is not a sponsored event, so nope. <laughs> please don't ask them. About yeah, don't it. tell them that we're going to be there. We're just there, and then look for the guys who look like are on our podcast event. That's us. Yeah, we're we're there. We're not doing anything there, but playing pinball. Facebook music at Sky Haven and Waste. Fuck yeah, Dom. Oh, you're talking about Dom. I'm talking about Dom. Oh, did you I could, say good things? You did. Nice. Kinda good. He's handsome. Yep, an awesome boy. Yep. Yeah, nice. Got it. Good. Killed it. We should update the new podcast art with Tim. I said I was going to do that. Yeah, nice. It's good stuff. I that. I should start listening towards the end. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mud Show Dirt Sheet. Join us next week for more smart wrestling takes by Dumb Wrestling Marks.
Yeah, that was ashy. 